This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doesn't matter where you are, whoever's in charge wants tax money out of you. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Yeah, this is not a government story either. Hey, before we get to that, um, here's an Elon Musk Twitter tweet that, that concerns me. So I saw L'Oreal Cosmetics announced Mm -hmm. they were going to pull their advertising from Twitter. They're one of the biggest advertisers in the world. Yeah, there are a handful of pretty big accounts I saw. Yeah, a lot. According to Elon, he said Twitter has had a massive drop in revenue since he took over. Massive. Due to activist groups pressuring advertisers, even though nothing has changed with content moderation and we did everything we could to appease the activists. Extremely messed up, Elon tweets. They're trying to destroy free speech in America. So the activist groups have gone after all the big advertisers on Twitter and scared them into canceling before anything's even occurred because he hasn't changed anything about content moderation or anything yet. Right, right. L'Oreal, if you keep advertising, we'll uh, mobilize a boycott or ruin you or claim you're racists or employ slaves or something like that. So pull out of Twitter. Yeah, and it's, it's working. brutality. Yeah. Boy, he's going to, through no fault of his own, He's going to have a tough go of making this work. Yeah, we'll have to see. He's a smart guy. He'll adapt. He'll, he'll find ways around this. Um, you know, there's part of me that, that hopes this is a high-profile enough reckoning with this sort of 
strategy that the brutes use that uh, i don't know people start to comprehend how evil it is what are what what's the main and i don't want to spend all our time on this because you got your uh, tax thing uh, but um what's the main fear with elon that he's possibly a republican he, he, right he's in the other tribe so he's evil by definition and, right. and evil people do evil i think it's as simple as that gotcha He's going to allow white supremacy and, and, and I don't know, the re-election of Hitler or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the fever dreams of the progressive left. So, Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we touched on this in uh, during the radio show, uh, the Mexican Mafia's money-making operation in L.A. County jails, but really didn't have time to flesh it out, so I thought we'd do it now. Uh, the story uh, begins, as we're discussing, with this uh, inmate who was afraid a judge was going to let him out, and he was going to do anything up to and including cursing the judge out, saying, F you, keep me, spit in his face to make sure he's kept in custody. Then he complained to his woman about the nasty macaroni he'd be fed in jail. I should stop eating this. I'm going to have to take an S. Um, Because he had two grams of heroin and seven grams of methamphetamine in his anal cavity, as the L.A. Times puts it so charmingly. Ew. And he didn't want to do anything to disrupt that, said the FBI. (laughs) Do Do you get an anal cavity from eating too many sweets? How do you get one of those? Uh, da, 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 da. He didn't want to disrupt his plan until he got to the L.A. County Jail. Uh, this uh, fellow was a cog in the Mexican Mafia's lucrative operations in the county jails. The Mexican Mafia, that's, about 100 and... That's where Marshall Phillips, our old news guy, spent several days, right? The L.A. County Jail. Yeah, back in the day. And he said it was frightening. 
And uh, I have a friend who has spent a fair amount of time in jail who says prison, all kinds of different jails, says county jail is way scarier than prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard that over and over again. Yeah, which is frightening to me. And I always, you know, uh, this is a common thing among men, maybe, uh, to want to hear about jails with the idea that someday you might be in one and you need to know how to survive. Got to know the ropes. Yeah. And this, yeah. So this story is frightening to me. So the Mexican mafia is about 140 men who control Latino gang members behind bars and on the streets of Southern California, according to the L.A. Times. They've long considered the L.A. County Jail Complex, the largest in the country, a base of power and a source of wealth. Wow. So uh, let's see. There was a, a trial of this attorney who was accused of working for the Mexican mafia brought by the feds and county uh, prosecutors. And uh, a bunch of gang members and law enforcement officers have testified about the schemes through which the Mexican mafia wrings tens of thousands of dollars a week from the jail's teeming population and identify the underworld figures to whom the money flows. You would think that we could have jails that aren't profit centers for criminal gangs. Yes, you would. But we can't. So we mentioned the smuggling, which is kind of obvious, but I found this really interesting. Uh, the Mexican mafia uses two principal schemes to make money in the jails. The first is called the kitty. Inmates are allowed to buy snacks, toiletries, and clothes at the jail's commissary. But for every $7 that a Latino gang member spends, he must contribute a buck and a half worth of items to a collection or kitty. Uh, according to an admitted high-ranking associate of the Mexican mafia, it may sound like a small amount, but in the big picture, it's a large amount of money. So a buck fifty on seven is what? Is it's twenty percent ish? Pretty high. A little, yeah, yeah, a little less than that, I guess. I don't know. I'm bad at math. Uh, the collection then, the the buck and a half worth of goods that you have to put into the kitty are sold within the jail to an inmate who pays for the goods by directing a friend or relative on the streets to send the money to an associate of the Mexican mafia member running the facility. So you go to the the Venmo of you know whoever. And you pay for your $5 worth of whatever to them. Says an FBI agent who investigated the Mexican mafia's grip over the jail system. They testified in a related case that the kitty sells quickly because it is usually $50 to $60 worth of goods, but priced at only about 35 bucks. The Mexican mafia member who controls the kitty doesn't care that it's undervalued because it represents pure profit. Mm. They're given it out of fear. Every week, the kitty produced $1,500 to $2,500 from the men's central jail, $1,000 from Twin Towers, and about $3,200 from the jail complex in Castaic, known as Wayside. Sads up to about $23,000 a month. You know, um, uh, people that normally go to jail, I've never been in jail in my life, and at this point in my life, it seems pretty unlikely that I ever will. But we should really put a lot of pressure on our government to make sure this sort of thing happens you shouldn't be subjected to fearing for your life because you got pulled over at a 0.09 drinking and were suspected of drunk driving maybe you're not even guilty you shouldn't have to fear for your life by spending a night in the county jail that's awful right i think don't they generally segregate people like that and don't throw you into the general population i don't know I thought they'd keep you in the little holding cells till you sober up in the morning. But I don't know. If it's a felony DUI, you might be in there for some time. Oof. 
Oof, indeed. Don't drink and drive, folks. Uh, the other scheme that they use is the thirds tax. The county jails are awash in narcotics. How do you like that for an introductory uh, sentence? That's incredible. Uh, this uh, Garcia fellow, for example, testified that he sold methamphetamine, heroin, cocaine, marijuana, most drugs you can think of, while, while held in the men's central jail. Every Latino gang member who sells drugs in the jail must give up one-third of his supply to the Mexican mafia member who controls the facility. The Mexican mafia member will then have an underling sell the taxed thirds and pocket the money. You don't have a choice in regard to giving that third, Garcia said, although the tithe is not without benefits. Customers known not to burn a taxpaying dealer who can use the Mexican mafia's enforcers to punish a delinquent debtor, he said. So if you're a loyal, you give them a third, you don't hassle, it's easy, and then you, you bring in a fair amount of business. If you say, hey, guys, uh, the guy in uh, cell 15 there, he's not paying me, they'll send their goons for you. So are they able to do this without guards knowing it, or do the guards know and either don't care or getting paid off? I think they know it, but it would take constant investigation and vigilance to do much about it. Plus, for some... And there aren't enough of them. I'm not saying you all get this way, but for some people, you, you come to tr- feel like the people that are in your jail are less than human because you've been doing it for too long and have gotten cynical about them. Mm. So whatever, I don't care. So back to buying and selling drugs. As with the kitty, inmates who buy drugs will have someone outside jail send money to the dealer's associate, typically using Green Dot or other prepaid debit cards. Agents seized a ledger from the home of Garcia's girlfriend who collected his money. The notebook contained many dozens of Green Dot numbers with the names of customers, the facilities where they were housed, and the amounts that they had paid. To compensate for the risk and difficulty of smuggling drugs into the jails, dealers can charge 10 times or more the price of narcotics on the street, witnesses testified. A gram of heroin costs about $50 on the street, but one-fourth that amount can go for 150 in jail. Well, and if you're an and addict, be- you're going to pay whatever you got to pay. Well, right, yeah. And because of the profit margins, many gang members are eager to smuggle drugs into lockups. After secreting the narcotics in their rectums or swallowing balloons full of them, they will turn themselves in for an outstanding warrant or purposely get themselves arrested for a minor minor charge. You. Making sure that drugs are taxed, the kitty is collected, debts are paid, and rule breakers punished requires communication. Much of this is done over jail phones, which inmates know are recorded and monitored by the sheriff's department, but sees as kind of an unavoidable risk. Wow. wow. I've known a handful of people that continued to drink or do drugs in jail or prison effortlessly. Like it wasn't even a thing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Listen. Listen to this, would you? When a Latino gang member enters, when a Latino gang member enters county jail, LA County Sheriff's Deputy uh, Devon Self testified he must check in with an inmate who oversees a floor of the jail for the Mexican Mafia and provide the new guy's legal name, nickname, gang booking number, and next court date. These shot callers add this information to the roll call, which the guard described as a list of every inmate they have, every gangster, every soldier that they have at their disposal. So you got the deputy has to report to the head boss on the floor. Or what happens? I don't know. They don't really go into that. Just to keep order, I guess? Might be. Let's see. Then they use the roll call to pass messages and drugs between facilities on trips to court. The one place where inmates from across the jail system mingle. That's not good. That's not good. 
Yeah. With the roll call, the kitty in the third system, quote, the Mexican mafia works through the L.A. County Jail as, I guess, for lack of a better term, a well-oiled machine. Says the, uh, the, the, oh, the uh, corrections officer, the CO. Uh, and, you know, it actually goes on for some length. Uh, gives specific examples and heroin overdoses and uh, the various bosses who've run the various jails and that sort of thing. But, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, and, and again, not good. That is not good. There's a part of me, maybe a tenth of me, that admires the entrepreneurial spirit of creating and and running a system of this sort. Sure. Because um, it's clever. It's ruthless, but it's clever. Yeah, I would sure hate to have to navigate that once you get thrown in jail. Of course, the answer to that is usually don't get thrown in jail. Yeah, or just get used to the feeling of, uh, you know, uh, storing things for a while uh, up yonder. But as a as a libertarian or conservative, I need to be against extrajudicial punishments. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. What if the Mexican mafia tells you, you know, we really want to play baseball in the jail. We need you to bring in like half a dozen baseballs. Whew. We have to do some stretches. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.